Hey, this is Vix. And this is Kelly Ridda, people. And you are listening to Random Witchcraft. Hello. And our craziness, of course. When don't they know our craziness? Forgive us for not uploading last week. Yeah, things have been a little hectic. A little. Coming into the holidays. The it, high Sabbaths. It, it's been all over the place, but we're trying. We're trying our hardest. But today's episode, it's about common superstitions that are now normal. A little witchy. Yeah. Wait, it's not about porn? No. No, it's not. Maybe next episode. We still, you know, promised them, you know, the sex magic episode, so. Yeah, it's nothing like a little bit of porn witchery. Well, as Twin Temple says, I throw a mean curse without my clothes on. Wow. Surprise. So what shall we talk about today? Well, one of the more common superstitions out there is good luck superstitions. What are some that come off the bat for you? Well, the saying that breaking a mirror is bad luck for seven years. Mm-hmm. Spilling the salt. To reverse the bad luck? Well, of course. Oh, and the four-leaf clover. Finding a horseshoe is also a very normal now, you know, good luck thing. Pick a pen, find a penny, pick it up. All day long you'll have good luck. But only if it's heads up, remember? Yes, true. And why did I have a grease moment? That was the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> Besides the point. Two seconds before. When I started this kind of. She knocks him out. <laughs> with grease lightning. Well. But. Like blowing your candles out on your birthday cake. Yeah. That is pretty witchy. Form a manifestation. Yeah, wish magic is always fun. There's so many different ways. Like in a previous episode where I... Starlight, star... Starlight, star bright. The first star I see tonight. I yes. wish I may, I wish I might. Form of good luck slash manifestation... Wishing on a falling star is a form of good luck. And if you see the falling star before anybody else, it's in abundance. Abundance is coming your way. And of course, like the itching of the palms. Yeah, that is actually something that is very common 
but it depends on which side for different cultures. And yeah, one being the money's coming to you, or and the other's supposed to be like the mon money's going out. Mm-hmm. But um, like in Eastern Europe cultures, it's if your left palm is itchy, it's um, money's coming in from somewhere, whether it might be, you know, from something you manifested or an inheritance. Yeah, that is always the fear that mm -hmm. sending out the manifestations for money and it comes back with Hi, your dead died. uncle left you this amount of money. What? That almost never happens. <laughs> um, another common superstition that is really related to bad luck is a black cat crossing your path. But there's also other cultures that believe that that is actually good luck. Yes. But it was because of the fact that other cultures thought it good luck and the reason why black cats were hated was from the trials. Because they were thought as familiars or messengers of Satan. Oh, gotta love the familiar spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole step on a crack, you'll break mother's back, was actually rooted in Asian and Hindu, where if you step on a crack, it's not that you'll break your mother's back. It's the fact that you're going to bring your family a generation's worth of bad luck. Yeah, there's always those fun little quirky superstitions mm -hmm. with families. Or like in the fact of when the superstition of feng shui, if you have your bed facing a door, you are letting the nightmares come in. Nightmares. The scary, creepy horses that run through your dreams. They're creepy? I thought they were beautiful. You mean to tell me that I had this, the idea of them all wrong? Well, they're supposed to be creepy. Well, I think our viewers know more about me than they shouldn't. <laughs> Speaking of horses, you had the hobby horse. True. That if a, a fair maiden touches the hobby horse, she's doomed to become pregnant out of wedlock. Or like the you know, um, gotta love the Ren Fair yes. superstitions. Well, the other Ren Fair superstition is if you want to, you know, 
make a man fall in love with you, you pee in his left shoe. That's not just rent fair. No, it's not, but There's it's There's a lot that... of basis with peeing in things for magic. In fact, a witch, there's a witch's bottle that you're supposed to pee in in a jar or bottle with sharp things like broken glass, nails, coffin nails. And if a witch is putting malefic curses on you, it's supposed to cause them great pain or kill them. Depending on the intention that you end up putting it with it. Well, it's a old witch's Wise bottle. Cow. It's an old witch's bottle thing that but, come across. As we all know that regardless in whatever you practice, you end up hearing all of these superstitions and you will take you know, heed and whatever warning it gives you, or you just like, hmm, I get why they say that, and just kind of brush it off. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of people that, it's a penny, I'm going to pick it up. It's an abundance towards my way, even if it's, you know, tails up. You gotta love the old folk traditions. Mm -hmm. They do differ from family to family and region to region, but... Yeah. Like, there's people that believe that breaking a mirror is not bad luck. Especially when, you know, a mirror was left uncovered and a loved one recently has passed away. Breaking that mirror releases that loved one from being trapped. Mirrors are the windows to the soul. <clears throat> or portals to the other dimensions that we are not aware of. Sorry, we had to pause for a second. We both had to cough. Yeah, we, we didn't want to blow your ears out, you know. Being all nice and stuff, though. Well, if you're pretty, we might want to blow you, but not blow your ears out. <laughs> that would be for the other episode. Not now, Tom. Rain in them horses. Hey, I'm talking about the western winds. Blowing those western winds for abundance for you. Oh, then my mind went to the gutter. Oh, my bad. My bad. Dirty, my dirty bad. girl. Always. I mean, never. Well, speaking of uh, fun little folk things that are quite witchy, hmm. is the use of menstrual blood to make a man love you or keep a man from being, from straying. True. I've heard that one. Or how about this one 
Friday the 13th, the biggest bad luck and bad juju day of them all. How do you feel about that one? Well, with the number 13, it's supposed to be bad luck because that's what was told to people that the Witch's Coven always had to have 13 members because it is the number of the devil. It's where you go to the Sabbath and fornicate with the devil. And here I thought the number of the devil was 666. Well, that goes along with the, the flying ointments and the brooms. You mean, you mean the witch's sex orgies? The Puritans were just angry because they weren't invited to the lesbian witch orgies. As they, quote-unquote, ride their brooms. Yeah, true. The only thing that worries me about that is, during those times, sandpaper was not invented yet. And that would be a horrible place to have a splinter. Uh, I don't want to think about that. No, thank you. Thank you, next. <laughs> well, it's like men, there are certain places you don't want to get sunburned. They're very sensitive areas. <clears throat> and men and zippers are not best friends when they're young. I wonder, do women have that fear too? Of... Uh, of zippers. Depending. I cannot speak for all women. But, um, if, you know, your kitty's big and you might end up, you know... And girthy. And girthy, you might end up, you know, just snagging, you know. The zipper just wants to give it a kiss. Or a love nibble. They bite because they to tell you that they love you. Oh wait, that's ferrets. Wait, what? Yeah, ferrets bite you to tell you that they love you. Okay, that's some new information I didn't know. Uh, ferrets just bite because they just bite. Well, they don't usually bite hard or draw blood. Depending on the ferret, if they're angry. If they're angry, that's not a love bite. Well, sometimes, you know, you know, they're just ferrets. Leave the little snake cats alone, okay? They're pole cats. Snake cat. Well, they are the uh, domesticated version of a pole cat. I know, but to me, they for ever will remain a snake cat. They're furry boop noodles with legs. Yeah, because that's what somebody tried passing it off and a Craigslist in California. A furry boop noodle with legs? No, they called it a snake cat. Selling a snake cat. 
Don't know what kind of snake it is, but it's very furry. Okay. Gotta love some people in California. Well, it makes sense considering the ferrets are actually illegal to have in California. Hmm. True. Or another superstition that, well, not as common anymore, but common when we were starting in the practice. Iron. What about iron? That if um, you put iron in a witch's pocket, they'll end up just falling to the ground, and that's how you know they're... Or a person's pocket, and that's how you know they're a witch, because the iron will make them fall forward. Iron was considered a godly, you know, metal. That's persisted. It has all to do with the belief with fairies and spirits and ghosts that Mm -hmm. is... Iron is the only thing that can harm them. Yeah. That's why for exorcisms, you use an iron bell. If you're trying to call the spirits, you're using like a brass bell. Hmm. I just go, hey, spirits, want to come in? Yeah? Okay, thank you. Yeah, iron being also including steel. Yeah. Another thing that is now common, but is witchy, birthstones. Yeah. Well, the obvious is astrology also. Mm-hmm. Everyone has to know their horoscope of the day. That's not as hidden, and people do realize that, but they just do it anyways. And of course, wands. Mm, True. A lot of people want to have that elder wand from Harry Potter. Yeah. Another thing that people don't realize is that's very common and we're coming up on it. Thanksgiving. Are you talking about the the wishbone? Mm-hmm. But also the ritual of everybody getting together, sitting, having a meal, the turkey being presented in the middle, being brought out after being cooked, and then... Ceremony of carving it and passing it. Which, ritual. Which actually does tie into the feast days. Mm-hmm. From ancient times. Because yep. people feasted and shared with the community that may not have been so lucky to... They pretty much They pretty much give... And, like, consume the things that 
they know we're going to make it through the winter. But it's something that is now tradition and people everywhere do it. Or even lighting the Yule log. Keeping the fire lit mm -hmm. while the sun is in the underworld. Yep. And caroling and trick-or-treating actually have a lot of ties together. Mm-hmm. Because wasn't that people went trick-or-treating um, to gather uh, offerings for to let the spirits... Yes, and that also does tie into Yule also, where mm -hmm. they would put on plays and for... And also the reason why they kept the Yule log lit was not to let spirits into the house. Malevolent spirits or trickster spirits. The Yule lads. Mm. Gryla and her Yule lads. Mm -hmm. As depicted in The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. That is one that is one witch I would love to meet. I thought you were a Gryla. Oh wait. You're not. Oh. <laughs> well the fact that she does steal children. That are unclaimed. Wait. Wait. I just steal the children that aren't born yet. Hmm. Mm. That mm. are pretty much wormies. What about if the kids just come up to you? What does that mean? Some kids do love me for some reason. I don't know why. But I'm talking about all the all my children that have just like... Hi, Mommy. Maybe you have a Santa Claus effect. Ho, ho, ho. Quit calling the children hoes. <laughs> I well, was calling you a ho. Well, we are in the ghetto, so... They, they, is, some, they is some hoes around. They is some hoes in the house. Don't sing that song. You might end up getting, might end up popping in here and doing some twerking. Hoes are not Beetlejuice. You don't say their name three times and they appear. You sure? Or Bloody Mary. Or the Candyman. As long as there's not, you know, a river going by, then we won't get the Yorona and then it's the true, you know, the party. Or the Sirens. Touché. Sirens, undines, and mermaids can actually, within folklore, can actually appear in any body of water. Now you're making me want to not do baths anymore. Thank you very much. That's what the ritual bath is for. And cleansing with your moon water. Okay. Can, can moon water become tequila?
Well, the agave does bask in the moonlight. We're going to get a lot of people like, okay, here's my bottle of tequila, let's go. <laughs> hey, you can actually use tequila for Florida water. Just like you can use any spirit for to make Florida water. Yeah, I know. Depending where you're at. Could be tequila, could be rum, could be vodka. Or good old moonshine. Good old moonshine. The Appalachian. Or the sour mash whiskey. Mm-hmm. Another another odd superstition that's considered bad luck is up in your you know kinfolk in the Appalachian Mountains. Appalachia. Appalachias. <laughs> If you hear your name, no, you didn't. You continue moving forward. Also within, like, the folk and conjure as the use of dirt. Mm-hmm. Footprint dirt, to be exact. Mm. Uh, but interesting little fact about the Appalachian Mountains... Uh, scientists ended up going back, and the reason why those mountains are so active, it's because when they did a geological, you know, going back into the Jurassic, they were still there, even when there was the whole, you know, flooding, they were still there. There was, it was the only section of land that was above water. And whatever may have lived there is still there for a reason. Yeah, they do say that the Appalachian Mountains are the oldest mountain range in North America. No, this scientist proved that it's the oldest mountain range in the world. Interesting. But there are a lot of interesting things that live within the Appalachian Mountains. I think that's where all the, you know, mythical creatures that we are always trying to find, like the Jersey Devil, Bigfoot, the Banshees, are all just chilling there in the little clubhouse. Like, man, you know, I, I gotta go give them, you know, a little, you know, hey, you spotted me type deal. Actually, I think with that, that area, Bigfoot is not Bigfoot. It's, I believe, the... Sasquatch? The Sasquatch is more northern Canadian. It's a swamp ape. But it still resides in being the same creature. And the Banshees came with the Irish mm -hmm. and Celtic people that migrated to the area. There... Plus, the Appalachian Mountains does have a rich history of very sad things. Revolutionary War, Civil War, 
a lot of people have died. Not to mention the Underground Railroad. Mm-hmm. Great place to attempt to contact spirits of the land. But with that, they do say that if you're going to take dirt from there, make sure your offering is just as great as the dirt you're about to take. Yeah, that's, def that's a definite. If you're going to take something from somewhere, definitely leave an offering equal or greater than what you're taking. Like, you could also, some things you could use are like locally made bread, locally made wine. It is the sacrifice of the land that you are living in. There is one horror story that somebody did that I ended up finding with this article that the scientist did. He was like, look, I know a lot of practitioners do follow me for the fact that I end up making a lot of content about certain historical areas. One thing that I found, he was like, if you think that your offering is going to appease them with you spilling some of your own blood onto the land, no, you just gave them a deep connection to try to end up messing with you spiritually. But there's also the belief that giving your own blood ties you to the land and aids with the working with, yes. with the spirits of the land. But I guess the person that did this wasn't fully aware of that. And... That is the basis of folk beliefs. They do change depending where you're at and who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. Because that granny magic can differ between grannies. Mm-hmm. Pretty much the long lineage of tradition within that family. I guess from reading the article, I guess this person had spilled their blood on a rival family's land. So that would be like attacking the land. Mm-hmm. But they weren't aware of the... Rivalry. The spirits weren't, or the person. The, per the person wasn't. They had done. They were basically Oops. concentrating their land from an inheritance that they got this land from. So basically, they gave themselves. They gave the land a tag lock to find them wherever they're at. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But it's things like that. Like, this is why we always 
end up repeating ourselves and it's like do your research before you do something do your research when you're doing something that extreme definitely do your research and think hard and long before you actually do it now when it comes to folk and traditional magic and traditions None of, nowhere in those words does it say ancient. Very true. Both pretty much signify the past, present, and future. Everything learns, everything grows, everything changes over time. If we went complete traditional... Most of us don't have fields to till, and we're not sacrificing our cow to a deity. Things change. Most of us are not anywhere near where those anim the animals that we're eating get slaughtered. We're not anywhere near where the plants are actually being grown. It is a good idea to learn the land that you live in and work with the, the plant spirits that are close to you. I, I would you... agree, but also I would end up saying that you can even work with the plant spirits that are native to your state or area. Even if you don't have a huge yard to plant them. Small pots of them will do. And you can still work with those plant spirits. That's if you can get them to grow. There are some plants that do not work in different, in specific places. Like mandrake. Wouldn't grow so well in Southern California. Again. True mandrake. I stated, work with the plants that are native to your area. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's what I said. Silly rabbit. Uh, another good point uh, would be actual, like, hereditary practices. Say you were Irish. There's kind of a disconnect when you've never experienced that land, you've never been there, and trying to tie into some, tie yourself into some, a place that you've never been, and you don't know the feel of the land, or, it, it is kind of difficult. Do you agree? I agree. Because, mind you. I've lived most of my life here in California, but most of my family hails from, well, different parts of the world, mostly Mexico, and yes, I've gone there as a child, yes, I've been there, I've spent summers there, but when I was out there, I was never allowed to practice. 
yeah, the different practices. It's it's what we grew up with. It's what we will teach our children if we have them. It's what we teach Again, others. Again, with the whole of us just with this topic today is just to show you that things that you feel that would expose you as a practitioner are pretty normal by society standards now. Like, you know, spilling salt over your left shoulder, finding a four-leaf clover, finding a horseshoe, even just simply waking up and doing yoga outside and greeting the sun and the earth. Hell, if you think about it, a lot of people use candles. Mm -hmm. A lot of people use incense. You have scent magic. You can you can go to the local Walmart, Target, uh, whatever even... store. You can get scented candles, and you can pick up incense. Uh, and, and and for our our budget, you know, practitioners, even simpler, ninety nine cent store. Yeah, or the five below. We do love our five below. Five below gets us in trouble. Wait, 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 wait. 99 cent store gets us in trouble. They all get us in trouble. Very true. Very true. But in the end of everything, we shouldn't, we should be respectful of other people. But, in the end, just know that most people have evolved and grown past of looking down at the craft. It's more normal. It's a part of society. It's always been a part of society. Because let's let's be honest, back in the day, the witches were the people that cured everybody's illness. Yeah, when there was no doctors around there, they healed the sick, they birthed your babies, they showed you what plants to eat and what plants to stay away from. They were in tune with the land that they lived in. Like another odd witchy fact that I found out, Possum. The possum fat rendered and cooked into stuff actually helps cure asthma and lung ailments. That's actually very interesting. And it was proven by a bunch of doctors because somebody, a fellow practitioner, told their doctor, well, I did an old family remedy that helped cure my asthma. Possums are a very interesting creature. 
they are immune to rabies and quite a few other diseases that would be deadly to us. Mm-hmm. And they are very motherly. What other creature in North America do you find that will actually keep their babies that are already birthed within them? Crow. Well, you have the seahorse that the males actually incubate the babies. But I just want a raccoon. Raccoons are fun creatures. I want one too. I want a skunk too. Two highly intelligent animals that are very I misunderstood. I want a skunk and I just want to name him Flower. You can call me Flower if you want. Exactly. To. And I want a raccoon. I want a raccoon and just call him Larry. Surprised you didn't choose Rocket. No, because, 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 um, somebody else already, already picked that name and I can't have, you know, my raccoon. A Rocky? Hmm? A Rocky? No, we said we weren't going to be matchy-matchy like that. Rocky Raccoon? I can't. I told you, I can't. Different character, though. I know. But I promised this person that I wouldn't start anything with an R for the raccoon. <laughs> well, this has been Random Witchcraft. <laughs> Bye. Emphasis on random. <laughs> Till next time. Au revoir. Bye for now. Just one more thing before we sign off for the day. If you would like to send us any comments, concerns, or any questions, or if you would like to support this podcast, or for any future endeavors, click the links below. Thank you.